Welcome in to the Husker Women's Basketball Postgame Show on 93.7 The Ticket. Nebraska women's basketball falls to Ohio State 80-70 out in Columbus, Ohio. Number 21, Ohio State. Nebraska fought valiantly. Had a had a big lead or had a pretty strong lead in the second quarter. Saw that evaporate right before halftime, and uh, couldn't really pull any closer than about seven points. Uh, Ohio State flexing their muscles. One of the hottest teams in the country. I'm Rico, joined by DP. DP, how, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. I was, uh, trying to figure out what this thing was doing today. So, um, watching this team find its its roots, it kind of find its balance, uh, and then a forty to 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 twenty four run in the middle of the game, um, where they were just out muscled, um, out positioned, uh, outworked, um, and most importantly, they just they were out executed. Ohio, Ohio State was just better at making the play. Ohio, uh, you know, Nebraska was in place to make the play. Mm-hmm. There sometimes they they were in place, but they just didn't get the play made. They they were playing some tough defense for a while, but there were some instances where Ohio State's the the plays Ohio State was were running were perfect for getting out of the Nebraska defense and getting some open shots. There were a couple times where um, Ohio State center I'm. I'm not even going to try and say her last name because it's they they were saying it on the uh, on the broadcast. I I can't say it, so I'm not even going to try. Unless you can you try it. Makula Shikova. Makula Shikova. Yeah, she uh, the the first half at least they they were Nebraska was leaving her open to shoot the threes and uh, against Iowa she was hitting those. So I I don't understand exactly why they would leave her open, but she hit three threes and uh, Nebraska finally started playing tougher defense. And when they did that. They kind of ran to their point guard and, and and were just nailing threes all over the place. Yeah, I mean, you if you wanted to to be finite in the difference between the two teams tonight was that Ohio State made its threes and the rest didn't. Um, you could also say that um, we kind of got a little bit of a of a of a of a preview from Ashley that they felt like they had a mismatch inside in the paint, of course. Ohio State stepped up. They're going to take try to take away those things, mm-hmm. um, and it looked like, I mean, from the from the broadcast vantage, to go ten of eleven of thirty from 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 on layups, that means one highly contested. Uh, the game was moving too fast uh, for 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 Nebraska to be able to finish. Like finishing is just a common thing that look, I'm on time, I'm in place, I can just make the play. Nebraska was rushing some of those finishes, and it showed. I mean, eleven of uh, you know, at one point it was ten for twenty-seven. I think they finished eleven of thirty on just being able to finish layup. They were leaving so, everything short. They were hitting the front of the rim, or or not even hitting the rim at all. There were a couple. They airballed a couple of threes. Uh, it seemed as if at some points they were a little too juiced up and then in others they couldn't really get their legs underneath them. 
Like there were a couple well, layups where I think they were expecting contact, didn't get as much as they thought they were going to get, and left it short. I'll say this. As, as a coach, you tend to pay attention to the legs of your team on the road. On the road. And we saw this weekend at Maryland the same problem, that they were trying to find their legs. Look, trap. most of the, I believe, six, 70% of the Huskers' games so far have been at home. So learning to go on the road is, is, is important. It is a, but it is a learning process. You've got to figure out, okay, how much rest do I need? Am I, am I sleeping at, this, at the same level? It's a change of schedule. So your normal at-home schedule for game days and practices and such, when you go on the road, you've got to change what you do. And until you learn how to do that, I mean, you, you remember, you're, you're relying on a lot of new players. Mm-hmm. You've got to learn how to travel in the Big Ten. It is a big deal. Um, and, and Amy Williams and staff, they know that they know that this group has to figure out, um, what's going to be required of them on the road in the big 10. And again, you got to go to Champaign, Illinois, and in a situation where you should have some advantage, they're going to go straight from Columbus to Champaign and just hang out there. Maybe that helps you acclimate yourself, um, a little bit better, Mm -hmm. but young players, in, in, in the wall portion of the season. And this is where young players hit the wall um, because now there's tape on you. Like now there's game tape on you yeah. on what you like to do. With Moriarty, they seem to beat her to spots sometimes because they know what they, she wants to do. They know what Allison Widener wants to do now. Remember, they didn't know that two weeks ago. No, Those things were unknown. And you don't know the work ethic of Alexa Markowski three weeks ago. Now, it doesn't really help you, but she's even hitting the wall because she's finding resistance in spaces that she didn't normally do it. Now, mind you, 23 points, 15 rebounds. Um, and a lot of that is the Moses Malone, hey, you know, I missed the layup. I put I'm going to put it back I up. Layup, I put it back. Yeah. But strong Mark Markowski mm-hmm. simply catches and puts it back up on the glass with some finesse. Now she's rushing, and they're pushing. There's some resistance. Maybe a you know forearm to the back. Maybe there's a knee to, to knee. Mm-hmm. Um, and these are players who understand how quickly they need to get off the floor now when Markowski's down in the paint. Oh yeah, they understand. Um, she she keeps it high when she gets the board. She doesn't bring it down. She just goes straight back up with it. And you saw that a couple of times where she would go straight back up with it. She would miss it. She'd get it back. And especially in that fourth quarter when they were trying to make that comeback, uh, Michigan had three people around her. Uh, she missed two shots, got her, got her own board, tried to go back up with it, and the last time she got blocked. Well, I mean, look, theory, theory played probably her 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 most consistent type of game for her. That's her impact level. That's how she wants to impact. Um, look, Mike Sell was 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 on. Mm-hmm. Like they're just they're, they're certain nights where if that's Jazz Shelley, we've seen those nights where Jazz is just on, and there's nothing the opponent can do. The night when Ashley's on, and there's nothing the opponent can do. But this falls into a, a situation where now Nebraska's not going to surprise anybody. Nobody's going to let Nebraska come in their building and let Nebraska sneak a win. That's not going to happen. Um, so they're going to defend in space. They're going to run them off the three-point line. And a big factor thing that I'm going to look forward to look for look at going forward is 
Nebraska's mid-range game it will determine how they how far they go in this season. Because teams know they can shoot the three, mm-hmm. and teams know that they they they're a problem in the paint. It's the mid-range game that where Nebraska has opportunity to do well. And tonight they didn't shoot r- well in the mid-range, um, and that that affected them. Again, you're they shot 33 percent from 34 percent from from the field. We know this. We Ashley goes 12, uh, two of two of nine. Jazz goes three of 12. Hybe goes zero for six. Yeah, that's you're not going to win. That's a tough night. You're not going to win many games when Jazz Shelley and Sam Hybe are, are three of 18. Well, I mean, but that's two games in a row. Yeah, that's two games in a row on the road against high-level defensive teams in the Big Ten. Like, let's not lo- let's not lose sight of it. Ohio State's not the most skilled team in the Big Ten. They may be the most physical team in the Big Ten, and they, that says a lot coming off uh, off off of Maryland and and Indiana, right? Yeah. That the big the top third of the, of the Big Ten in the women's uh, class is th- these are physical teams. You you can I was physical. Um, Indiana's physical. Maryland's physical. Michigan is physical. Mm-hmm. And the difference is when you when Nebraska gets those teams on the road. The crowd is inciting the physicality, and it's changing the way the games are being played. So, look, um, you know the numbers for what for, for, for what you can. Let's give the good news again. Markowski, twenty-three points, nine of seventeen uh, from the field, uh, 15, fifteen rebounds boards. to go along with that. She got in foul trouble early, which changes the way she plays. Also changes the way she defends. Don't miss that. Like people will worry about what, how it affects her offensively. No. Her being in foul trouble was uh, was affecting the way she defended, which is which which allowed the, the Ohio State bigs to kind of get off a little bit and get going. Mm-hmm. Normally, um, she steps in front of people when they're driving, or she she stays, you know, right right next to people. But once she got in that foul trouble, she got that third, that fourth foul. She saw her kind of you, you don't you don't want her to. You still want her to play aggressive, but at the same time, she realizes she needs to stay in the game. She's sagging off a little bit because she knows they're going to try and get her to foul them. Yeah, it 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 changes her game from a physical game to it makes her a dancer. Now she's got great feet, but around the rim, offensively, she wouldn't. She was trying not to post up and position up. She was missing some of that. Um, it, you could see the difference in the way she was defending, but it also the way it affected offensively. Uh, Jazz Shelley battled, scraped, uh, man, scarred to get 14 points. She was three of 12 from the from the floor. Uh, one of five from three. Now, you know, her five assists and her, and her, and her steals are there. The turnovers on this thing is just, look, that's, that's going to be the the playbook against Nebraska going forward. We're going to listen. We're not going to let them get into their system. It's kind of think of it from a volleyball standpoint. If, If that team can get you out of service, if they can get you outside of what you normally do, then you have a better chance to win. Mm-hmm. Well, teams are like, listen, even if we don't trap well, we need to trap Nebraska to get them out of out of sync and get them out of rhythm and to get their shooters out of their normal spots. Because mm-hmm. what happens is it takes Ashley out of position. It takes Jazz out of position. Um, it takes Sam out of position because they've got to run press break. Their ability to trans- transition from press break into offense is a thing that they're still working on and still learning. They'll have to. I think they'll be fine. 
Um, you, you saw them improve as the game went on. Ohio State kind of almost went the entire game with at least a three-quarter court press, and you saw as the game progressed that Nebraska got better at not only breaking the press but getting straight into their offense. But as you said, it was still a struggle. And with how good this team is and, and the, the caliber of, of teams that they're going to face from here on out, uh, they need to work on getting better at that because they have the shooters, they have the players to to break the press and to get into their offense and make something happen. But the way the the amount of time that they have to get into their offense is getting smaller and smaller. Well, it it, it just limits the number of of run through sequences that they can go to. You know, it, it it we know that five passes into this Nebraska offense, there's always an open three, six passes. Um, there's an open three, seven passes. There's a there's a back cut layup or a post up. Mm-hmm. We know that. So now from the pre- from the press break, they're, they're they're only getting to sequence three or four, and they're still decent shots in three or four. Like in most offenses, if they get the third or fourth sequence, they're in a really good spot. Nebraska is usually in a pretty good spot because they they'll shoot forty five percent from the field and you know thirty five to forty five from three. Well, tonight they shot 34%, 26%. And a lot of, and some of that's fatigue from having to press break. Yeah. Look, to, to, to run through, again, you rest on offense in the Big Ten. You don't rest on defense. No. So having to be out of, have to play offensively three quarters of the court instead of a third of the court. Right? We watch the men. Sometimes the men don't have to, like, they're not even being defended until you get to, to blow the arc. That's not what's happening to the women from, from Nebraska. They're, look, they're being made work. It's affecting Sam's legs and Jazz legs. When you talk about the, the two days of bad shooting, those are tired legs. Yeah. That's what happens. That's why you press break. That's why you pressure three-quarter court, full court. Mm-hmm. Fatigue and then taking people out of their normal sequence. Teams are doing that well. They've had some success. Um, I'm not sure it'll play out that way for the rest of the season because at some point, you reach a tolerance for it, like you, their legs. You get a little up. used to it. Yeah, you you get a little used to it, um, and not everybody is going to choose to be physical. Now I can tell you, um, Illinois, Michigan State, Michigan State knocked off Michigan tonight uh, in a big one, right? Uh, right, and you just go, wow, this is how this thing's done. Sometimes if you take people out of their tendons, uh, you affect them them on the other in other ways than what you're trying to affect. So mm-hmm. if I want to get Nebraska out of their offense. Ultimately, what I'm going to do is I'm going to make them weaker defensively because they're going to have to spend more energy uh, in that and in, in, def- in, in kind of processing that three-quarter court. So, the, some adjustments need to be made. Um, I have trust in it that it'll be done. But the numbers tonight, I mean, you know, quick count, you know, 27 shots uh, between the big three guards, Scoggin, Shelley, and Hybe, uh, they were five for five for 27. Mm-hmm. If you if only you two threes between Zoltraven, the three of them. Right, right. They they were two they were two of, of thirteen from three. Right. It it it's on mass, right? That this thing affects in a way that you want it to affect. And it what and how it showed up on the on the, the defensive end for Nebraska was it was Ohio State who was one, two, three passes, fourth pass was a, a three Open shot. That Nebraska was a, a half step behind. And they look like clear threes, right? The normal closeout efficiency of Nebraska, affected by the the you know playing three quarter court on offense mm-hmm. and having to move around and be in spaces that you don't want to do, 
also depth of, 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 of rotation, and then folks coming off the bench. They have to take what they learned sitting on the bench into the game, which is a big, huge thing that, look, you know, Kendall Coley comes off the bench. Mm-hmm. She knows her matchup. You can't give Mike Sell space no. at the top of the key. Like, I'm, I'm literally going to, especially with her, Kendall's length, I'm going to force Mike Sell to, to, to I'm going to do what they do to us. I'm going to run her off the three. I'm going to use my length. To, to challenge them into mid-range game, right? I want Mike Sell. Look, she was pretty good. She was, I think, she was three or six on that little running one-hander, that kind of tear. Yeah, drive. her little floater. But but that's where I wanted her, rather than her with her feet planted, knocking down. That, now she I will, I will. I mean, in Kendall Coley's defense, I I'm not thinking she's going to take that shot from the edge of the Ohio State logo. Uh, it was a well, couple but, steps but, back. I mean, she was feeling it. She was on fire. But at the same time, she's Kendall Coley's feet were on the three-point line. Here's here's where this is. When Kendall gets in the game, Kendall needs to be 100% defense of energy. Get in her shirt and stay in her shirt. I don't need 10 trips up and down the floor from Kendall. Mm-hmm. I need five. And in those five, if Mike Sell goes to get popcorn, I need her with her. If she goes to the bathroom, I need her holding toilet paper. Like that's how. Like that's that's you need her your on. mission. That is, yeah, that's your sole mission. So don't take it easy. Don't take it easy. Mm-hmm. Don't defend some of it. Her job is to defend all of it. And I think she, if you watch that last clip, you'll see the expression on her face was, "Oh boy," like like she knew. She knew. <laughs> yeah, like she knew. Moriarty has to figure out that she has to play at her at her pace all the time off the bench. Like Widener no does. Chill. Yeah, that second group, you can't come in and chill. You got to be a ball of energy. Time. Yeah, like this. Look, I need uh, the, the the phrase that I would use to my players is honor your minute. Honor your minute. So if you're on the floor, empty your tank. Like, I don't need you coming to the bench all full of energy. I need you, like, limping and tired. Like, if you get eight minutes a game, don't give me four minutes. If I got you on the floor eight minutes a game, I need for you to empty the tank for eight minutes. And that's a thing that's learned from veteran play. But most of the folks coming off the bench aren't veterans. True. It's a it's a young so, team. Yeah, I mean, you, you've got to learn – uh, what you're going to do, like to the final message of, especially for the back, the back six or seven players that get get, get to come into the games. Here's what I need. Again, you, it, it's really cool to do the dance and to have the choreography, but I need for you to to be watching and learning on the bench. So mm-hmm. when I tap you to go into the game, it's Mike Sell. We want her mid range game, and we want her on the left side of the floor. Right, like it's two things. What? Okay, can we can we handle those? I need for I, I need to, to to draw theory out of the paint. Yes. So I can go by her. I need for Harris. Harris doesn't like the back down game, but she hates the run through game. So do the things that you need to do going in the bench. Don't go in and repeat what somebody else was doing. Go in with a little bit more information. Quick little run. They're, they're, they'll be smarter. To, they're, they're smarter to 
right now than they were yesterday. So. Quick little run through the stats. Again, Nebraska falls to number 21 Ohio State in Columbus, 80-70. to 70. Nebraska shot 33.8% from the field, Ohio State 46. Uh, Nebraska 26% from three, 14 of 15 from the free throw line. Uh, they out-rebounded Ohio State 48-34, to including 21 offensive rebounds to Ohio State 6. They just couldn't finish the layups after those. 13 assists for Nebraska, 2 steals, 4 blocks, but 16 turnovers and 19 fouls for the Huskers in this game against, against number 21 Ohio State. Uh, I'm Rico. That's DP. Right now we're going to take a quick break. When we get back, we'll we'll keep running through this game. We'll let you guys know what we thought and and kind of look forward to what's going to happen next time.